0: This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au.
1: Ta'lo falava, lele, kiorana, whakalofa lahiatu, kiora, nisa bolavinaka, aloha, woman jacka and hello.
0: PX Faro is a queer Pacifica
1: and Oceania radio show produced and broadcast from NAM, connecting with our
0: LGBTQA plus Fano every Saturday on three CR eight fifty five a.m.
2: Bringing together the voices of the wide Oceania, the Pasifika, the Moana, and sharing our queer Oceania stories, decolonising our identities, sharing our stories sharing our voices we are px on 3cr community radio from australia to the world do you have a story to share any news and views that you think would be interesting to our community you can email us on PXFano radio 855 at gmail.com that's px w h a n a u r a d i o 855 at gmail.com X Farno acknowledges that we produce and broadcast our show, our ideas, and from the Indigenous lands whose sovereignty was never ceded, recognising the traditional custodians, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, paying respect to elders past, present, and future. Always was, always will
1: be, Aboriginal Land.
0: Aka ranga wake au i te tangi e Aka ranga wake au i te mai I to te ia mama e Kia puta mai au ki te ia nei au Aka ranga wake au i te e Mā tiki tike mā e mā te, te ia Takei ki te reo papa ae Mauri a pepe i a rā Teme ia ranga ia pūpuru ti a rā Hea ate ia tūka makūra Te mama i ki roto i taku ta ringa Teme ia ranga ia pūpuru ti a rā Tete oni oni o te mana bāe Tō reo taku reo i te iti tangata Ko te mana harikimu Ama te unga, mate po tuki e te a nei atu atu e no te o ki no teunga mata e te a nei ko te reo tupuna.
2: Kiarana Malolele, my name is Maki, and you're listening to PX Fana. Every Saturdays between 1:30 to 2 o'clock. I am joined by a very special guest, uh, someone I've known probably all my life. <laughs> um, but someone that's also been um someone that I look up to in terms of our LGBTQIA plus specific communities. Uh without further ado, I introduce my uncle. Uh Uncle Henry Afu Taripo, also known as Hens Art. How are you? Firstly, Kirana. Kiorana to you, Maki.
1: Um, and Kirana and malole and talofa Pacific greetings to all your listeners that are out there. I'm good, thank you. I'm good. It's actually good to be back in Rara. I've just I've just come back from NZ. Yeah, so I've been on a mesh. I'm
2: good, thanks. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Uh, so there's a lot to um, unpack uh, during this interview uh, today, and um, one of the ones that I wanted to chime into firstly was earlier this year, um, the homosexual acts between uh, men became legal in the Cook Islands, Um, Mm -hmm. and I know that you were part of that um, with the Pride Cook Islands team. How was that for you once the law was um, changed and amended? How did you feel um, during that time? I think because it had been delayed so many
1: times, say, you know, between uh, both parties and with government, hey, to be honest, it's been a long time coming, and your question as in reference to feeling was like, what a bloody relief. Honestly, it's like it had been dragging and dragging and dragging, and when they made the announcement, it was like, oh, gosh, about bloody time. But oh you God. know, at the same time, yeah. At the same time, um, you or you had you had uh, the locals, you had the supporters, but you also had those that uh, you know you had those from the church that were turning and and not so supportive. I think for a long time, even even the the rainbow community didn't really care. In the end, they still they still started hanging up their their flags all around the island. So like. Yeah, but it's like that in Rarotonga. You just take everything with a grain of salt, and you you just keep battling forward. You really do. And and in saying that, the new generation of the Rainbow Family is very clear. They they're just popping out of the woodworks, I tell you. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh! Um, and before I continue as well, I didn't ask you um at the beginning, um, but what are your preferred pronouns? I know for myself I've grown up calling you Uncle Henry, but yeah. what is your preferred you know, Yeah, but you know, I'm
1: used to, all my life I've been called he she, auntie uncle. I'm used to it because I can handle it. I'm from the you know, the the old school. Yeah, I don't mind, honestly. I really don't mind. The cousins call me cause. Kazi, sis, bro, you just take it, eh? I've learned to take it all my life. So I'm very comfortable in the he, she, yeah, her, oh. him. Yeah, all good.
2: No, thank you so much for clarifying that. And just for our listeners, um, so Uncle Henry is chiming in all the way from the beautiful islands of Rarotonga, um, from the Kukiarani, uh, one of the Kuka Islands. Um, so thank you again for joining us today. Um we started the show off with uh one of your compositions, Tereo Tupuna. Um mm. and that, that started our um, segment off uh, for today. And in terms of that song, what does that song mean to you?
1: Well, let me give you a little bit of background. 30-odd years ago, I entered a uh, Cook Islands telequest, and the organiser was um, one of the families in Māngere, the Samson squads, uh, their dad, who was organising a telequest down in Wellington. And so he came to see me. I was living in Mangere Beta Drive back then. And he asked me if I wanted to go with him down to Wellington to the Talent Quest. Cut a long story short, I came second. The prize, prizes that night, I got... Oh, and then I got some of my Pacific sisters to uh, style me up for my performance that night. And then I got second prize. And the second prize was a recording contract in the studio by Vain Mutu Records. They were known as Vain Records back in the days, um, owned by uh, Jerome Pare's dad, yeah, no Pare. And, of course, um, I won that contract, and it was worth uh, 10 tracks. And I thought, oh, I think I'm going to go to – I mean, I'd always been singing for a long time, and performing but i thought you know what i'll go the extra mile and i'll go to music school so i did a whole year of study at um Taipotini, but at the time i was with them it was called um, Taiponi, Taipotini music school so oh. i completed a year i learned the music side i learned the business side and then i rang up um no Opare, the producer and i said I'm ready to go into the, to the studio and record. So he took me on board and he was like, okay, he was expecting me to do a whole range of purely Cook Island ukulele music in the language of Cook Island Maori. And I said, no. I said, I've written 10 original pieces. The very first one was written, was entitled Tereo Tupuna, which is the one you've played earlier on. And that song was especially written for me by my late cousin, Rutera Taripo, who was at the time in his last year at university and his major was um, Pacific Studies. And at the time, he was on a lunch break. So I said to him, look, I've already started recording. I'm down in the studio downtown. Can I zip up to the quad and can you quickly teach me a song and that is what came out of that little half an hour session was that song "Tiril to Puna I then went straight back into sh- studio with uh, uh, with uh, one of the co-producers uh, Patty free who is who's also a renowned DJ in the UK as well as um, Australasia he he um, we recorded it, we harmonised it, just myself harmonising the, the one song and it, it just went off from there and then I continued to work on the next nine songs and that was the package, the Hands Out album, yeah. So that's how that song came across and the meaning of that song is all based, Te Tupuna is all about holding on to our identity as Cook Islanders. What parts of it do we hold on to? Our language, the real tūpuna, the language of our ancestors. We must hold on to the language because without the language, who are we? Language, identity, whakapapa, all of that stuff is very important to us as Pacifica Moana people. We must stand up and tell people who we are and where we stand in this world—that is what that song is about. Tereotupuna, identity. You know, I um, I come from a long line of, of artists, performers, singers, songwriters, dancers. Performance for me has started since I was a kid, and and I was born in Auckland, but I was raised in um, East Tamaki Otara. And I went to uh, PIC, Pacific Islands Church, Presbyterian Church on um, Ferguson, and my Sunday school teacher was um, Mrs Alice Ripley. She was my Sunday school teacher, and she used to make me learn my memory verse, you know, White Sunday, always, and taught me how to sing alongside all the other island children. So, yeah, um, singing started in church and then it continued at uh, primary school intermediate right up to high school i was i was in um Kapahaka. i was also in um school musicals and um and always managed to get a lead role i think because i was quite loud but yeah so um and i and i loved i love to sing and i love to perform and, and I know it stood out. It really did stand out.
2: Oh, that's that's an amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and uh, before we came into this um, chat as well, I wanted to um, spotlight the project that you're part of at the moment alongside Pacific Sisters um, creating an extended version or a remix version of Mururoa. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So going back to the Hands Out album, um, and as I said
1: before, there's 10, 10 tracks on that album, which is close to the, the tracks. That album is close to 30 years old, and it still has a, a current sound to it. Now, when we went into studio, it, um, we were recording an analogue. We were recording an analogue on ribbons. You know, and then later on, we mixed it up by digitizing it using digital. But that that whole album was um, was on um, analog, and and then it was produced onto CD. Going back to the song Mururoa, which is the song that we're working on, is a song I wrote in the mid nineties. And I'll, I'll give you a little bit of background. I was um, in um, Bananas and Pyjamas production, uh, which was an ABC, Australian Broadcasting Corp gig from Australia. And, um, and I had just finished doing a show. I was on tour down in Christchurch, and I um, finished that, that session, that show, And I went back to my hotel and I switched on the television and all I could see on the television was the news reporter saying that they had let off a nuclear bomb on the island of Mururoa near Tahiti. And I sat on the floor watching this news story crying and I was like, oh my gosh. That's in, our, that's in our our very own backyard right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was bawling my eyes out because I thought, how can this happen? Why is it happening? And who's out there to try and stop it? But they had already released the bomb and on the island of Mururoa, and it was from that experience that I had seen visually on the six o'clock news that evening. And it was from that visual that inspired me to write a song of protest in the way I was feeling, in the way I was feeling at the time, and thinking of all of those families and all of those children that had been affected. Mm. by this nuclear testing in Mururoa, Mm. it never left me. So I put pen to paper that very evening, and I wrote a song focused on what I saw, and I entitled it Mururoa. So that song is now 30 years. When I released that song, I let it go, I let the song go and um, many people know the songs that I've written, and they tell me they go, "Oh, I really like that song. Oh, I play that song all the time. Oh, I like track number, Oh I like track number." And you know, the thing about composing songs is that you do get a little bit um, you get a little bit clingy and holding on to your musical stuff, but you really have to trust the process and just really honestly let it go. And so I did. I just let the 10 songs go. And I said to No, no Pare, the producer, I says, yeah, I want to let it go. Just let it go. And so 30 years later, these songs are still coming into effect within our communities because I trusted the process by just believing and just allowing the music to do its own thing. And so, of course, early this year, we got an invitation from um, the Biennale um, Committee. The 24th Biennale Sydney had sent an invitation to Pacific Sisters, and we had a HUI together, and they said, who's available to come to the 24th Biennale Sydney in 2024? So I thought... Yeah, okay, I can do this, ladies. So we had a we had a meeting on Zoom. And so I put my hand up and I said, Yep, I'll be at the Zoom meeting and we can just sit down and just talk around the table. Because you know, all of us had to, you know, when we do get together, we sit down and we just throw out the themes. We think about what we're going to to sew together. What are we gonna make together? And I thought, well. I have an idea. And so they thought, well, what is your idea, Henry? And I said, I have the song Mururua because parts of the themes in, at, at the Sydney is to do with the nuclear test. So I thought, well, I have a song that, that is already in archive, is already out there. I would like to put on the table to the sisters and invite you on to, let's say, to extend this piece and, and to give it a, a new vibe to it.
2: Oh, wow. And so,
1: yeah. So I've allowed the sisters, I says, I, I would like the sisters that are going to Bali to chip in and, and write some lyrics. And you yourself will be able to, to express how you feel about nuclear testing in our own backyards and the effects that it has, the impacts it's had on our families. In the Pacific, we we've just we've, we we uh, had our hui on online, and then we had a hui three weeks ago when I was in Auckland, face to face. We had a wananga, and we all hung up with each other, and we just spent an hour around the table talking about uh, producing this new piece, and um, saying, "Well, this is how we're going to do it. This is the structure. Let's just write out." write our lyrics, and see where we go in the studio, and the whole idea was, okay guys, we know what we're going to do, and prepare for Biennale, we need some pingers. Yep. And that's how it's come to this. Hmm. That's how it's come to this. Yep, it's pretty hard out there, we're on Insta every day, we're on Facebook, we're um, we've, got, we've got people that want to donate, but you know they're from the old school and they don't know how to use the booster account and it's like don't worry we'll send somebody out to your place to do the collection so we're very open to that and um, but yeah uh, so here's the reason for the fundraiser and the booster campaign that is out there right now, Marty.
2: I believe that the fundraiser ends at the end of this month. Is that correct?
1: Yes, correct at the end of the week. Mm. So it's it's it's. Um, the campaign ends at the end of the week um it's uh, the, the 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 new Mururo extended version as a collaboration with henry and pacific sisters
2: well, that's amazing we'll definitely um plug the link onto our socials so that people can go and have a read as well as um donate as well to this cause. I can't wait to hear the extended version of
1: this. I know. It's exciting. Honestly, Maki, we're so excited. And you know what? We can't wait to get into the studio. So it's fingers crossed. It really is depending on the funds that come through by the yeah. end of the week. But yeah. we're staying positive. We're staying positive that, that um we will have this great opportunity and uh, we're reaching out to our people, our friends around the Pacific, our friends in Australasia, to, to help us make this Moi Moi a,
2: this, this true dream come to fruition. No, that's so beautiful. And I, um again, like even with the work that you as well as Pacific Sisters are doing in terms of um advocating for climate change and everything around that as well, this is something that I believe all our Pacific nations definitely need to get behind. So, yeah, I, I really cannot wait. And I ma- will manifest into the uh, universe Thank that you. you will get your $20,000 uh, oh, that you love. need to do it yes
1: thank you thank you thank yeah. you Maki. yeah we're claiming your manifestation
2: <laughs> and so I don't want to take too much more of your time I want you to go enjoy the beach um where are you at the moment mm-hmm. You're in Titicavacal? I'm in Titikavka. yeah I'm in Titikavka yep yeah. Ty you know Ty's up the road oh <laughs> yes give my love to Ty <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will. I've um, pass on your left guy. Yep. Um, but thank you so much for taking some time out of your um busy schedule for um having a all with me and going talking about the work that you are currently doing and the work that's yet to come um in 2024. Um what we're going to do now is we're going to actually play the um track Mururoa Um to end this segment for the week so thank you so much um Mm -hmm. is there anything else uh, you'd like to say before we close off for today oh i just want to say
1: thank you thank you so much for allowing me to come onto your program this beautiful evening and um it's so awesome to see you and hear you. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're you your you found your, your your feet on the ground and you're loving it in Aussie. And I wish you all the very best. I just also want to reach out to all your listeners that are out there. Uh, we've only got a couple more days till till we shut down our fundraiser and um we, we can't wait. We can't wait to go into the studio and produce this new track. And um, thank you very much, listeners, for listening in. And thank you, Maki, once again. May the Atua continue to watch over you and bless you in your, in your endeavours.
2: Maitaki, Taki rā nui nui, aroa nui from Rarotonga. Thank you so much and send giving sending love all the way from Nam in Melbourne. You have a lovely day and give my love to all the family as well,
1: please. Thank you very much. God bless you. Bye
0: bye. Oh ah.